0: Okay, we are in Sefer Nechemyah Perik Hay, Pasech Aleph batihi tzakas Ha'am uneshehem So we have seen in previous perech Nehemiah has accomplished the Herculean task of supervising the construction of the walls around the city of Jerusalem, repairing the breaches, at the same time repelling attacks of enemies who want to see this project destroyed. And now he turns his attention to a very real socioeconomic problem, specifically the rampant poverty in Judea, its attendant famine, and the inequities it exposes. And again, we must raise the question, not answering it yet today, but where was Ezra? Ezra is the religious leader, he is the political leader, he is the civil leader of Judea under the proclamation of Daryavesh. Should this not be a problem right in his? Uh, purview, what is Nechemya doing getting involved with poverty and a local socioeconomic crisis? In any event, <inaudible> the cries of the people and their wives were enormous. Um, as Rashi says, hey man they are just squeezed by tremendous poverty ala kheihim hayyudim and their screams are directed believe it or not ala kheihim hayyudim to their fellow jews as rashu says bishvil kheihim hayyudim uh ha ashirim There is a wealthy group. Not everyone was subject to poverty. There's a wealthy group that, according to these impoverished Judeans, is doing nothing. On the contrary, they are exploiting this crisis to their financial benefit, as we will see. There is a group among the impoverished that is saying our sons and daughters are many, uh, we need dogon, grain, that we can eat and survive. We don't have food to feed our children. There is another strata of Poverty. V'yeshasher omer. There were those who say stosenu, our fields; vikarmenu, our vineyards; uwatenu, our houses. Anachnu ervin. We have mortgaged them to the hilt. V'niched barov, so that we can get grain in the famine. In other words, our lands are producing, but we had to mortgage them. V'yeshen still another strata. V'yeshasher omer. Lavinu kesef lamidas hamelech dosenu uchromenu. Hilly, just a question. I don't know if you know the answer, but mortgage with who? Who is lending them money? Good question. Who do you think? Their fellow Jews were lending them the money. That's the whole ichor of the peric. You got it. And, it. It was the Jews who <laughs> were lending them money. Um, the money. The Echacher man they say, our fields are being mortgaged for taxes. We have borrowed for taxes. The king had certain property taxes, other to highway taxes that we have to pay. And we have mortgaged our fields and vineyards. And now, Are we, are our children, are they any different from the children of these rich people? Uh, we have the same yichas, we have the same genealogy. <speaking in Hebrew> this is shocking. We are forced to sell our sons and daughters. <speaking in Hebrew> there are our daughters that are been taken... Indication could be by force or could be for some immoral purposes. The Because we have mortgaged or sold everything to others. Now, we must explore this question of selling one's children as Avodim. Technically, the Torah allows for the sale of daughters as an what you call Evan ibrim, only after the most exhaustive procedures to avoid it. It is provided for, but under the most desperate circumstances. Um, You have got to sell everything else. Uh, You have got to Borrow money, borrow it at interest from non-Jews if you have to, but you must do everything to avoid this. And when one acquires an Eved Ivri, the owner, he has to have that person, the the halacha is, if there's one bed in the house, the Eved Ivri gets that bed. Let us even read um, the Gemara from Kedushin, if I may. that what happens is you must take the thing he's restricted to certain work he has to be able to uh be spared he eats at the uh, person's table it is like a whole requirement that he must in fact do um and so what they tell us is is. He who acquires an Eved Ivri acquires a master. Because the Eved Ivri has got to be treated completely different. It is totally reprehensible. Uh, And then as we say before you sell, and there is no mention of selling one's son, even in the Torah, as an Eved Ivri. But here apparently they did it. And it is considered like the lowest kind of thing to do, it is only after total desperation, but apparently they did it. And they're saying that why should our children be sold and the others, what makes us inferior that we have to sell our children to every, every. When Nehemiah hears this, he goes, as we would say, ballistic. I remember Nehemiah's written in the first person. I expressed great anger when I heard these people's cries and these things that they're telling me. The Gemara tells us that even though he really, as we'd say, erupted in anger, he did not show it. He waited till he calmed down. And that is the mido we are supposed to do. We are never supposed to react and let our anger do the speaking for us. The Rambam says that what you do is if you're angry, sometimes you can use anger as a tool, but you can't really be angry. You, you are not allowed to have that emotion of anger. And the Rambam tells us one of his golden rules is that you follow the middle path in all traits. You don't go to the right, necessarily to the left, with the exception of two things, costs, Anger and gaiva, there you go to the opposite. If you have the element of kas, you have to cultivate it so it goes to the opposite, to extreme humility. And so, Nechem here senses this, and even though he is furious, he waits until things calm down. That's what it means, I, I ruled over my heart, lie. But Ariva Es Hachorim Es I gather the nobles and the leaders for Omrolahem, Masa Ishba Ahiv Atem Nosim, thetain olehem Kihila Kidolo. You are lending money. To your fellow Jew who's impoverished, you're having him mortgage his field. And of course, predictably, it attracts, deliberately, a kahila gadola a big crowd. His anger, his eruption, his summoning the whole nation has its effect. And its purpose is very realistically stated by Rashi, it is to be Mavayesh them. HaKahal Tovah Safter Aleihem Kol Gadol Litzok Aleihem Kidei LeVayshem To Embarrass Them For What They Are Doing. For Lahem And I Said To Them Anach Koninu Esachenu Hayudim Hanim Karim LeGoim Kidei Banu VeGama Tem Tiberu Esachekem Listen To The Ironic Stupidity Of What You Are Doing. We Have A principle in Judaism, that if one of our fellow Jews is captured by non-Jews, we have to ransom. We have to raise the money at great expense to ransom a Jew from captivity. That's Pijon shvuyim at school. Now, what you are doing is you are forcing these people to sell themselves into slavery. They will ultimately be sold to non-Jews and you will ultimately, under the Torah, have to now redeem them again. Does that make sense to you, what you are doing? In other words, you have to redeem them. It's a matter of Torah law. Now okay. you're selling them back to where you're going to have to redeem them again. It is ridiculous. And what happens by Yachrishu below Matsudovu? To their credit, they cannot answer. It is like, say, the Bephoshim reminiscent when Dovid is excoriated by the Nanavi for what he did with Bathsheba, and all he can answer is Khatasi. That's just his model of tshuva, and that, to their credit, is what they do here. They can't even answer the Lomotsu Dovah. But Omar Temo said, this isn't good what you're doing. Hallo Even if you have the legalistic right that yes, you're giving them money and we assume at non-interest, you're giving them mortgage money that may be permissible, but look how it looks, as it were, to Kherpa HaGoyim. Look at the bushel. The Chilu Hashem you're creating that these Jews are instead of giving the money or lending them uh, or giving stocker, they are taking terms of interest not uh, not necessarily interest but are lending the money against the the property itself. It's a cherpa. But and now Nehemi confesses that he may be somewhat complicit because I and my brothers. We in fact did perhaps advance money to people for their land. And we did it so that they would have uh, food. We advanced them money. Give them back their fields today. Sidosehem, Say their fields, their vineyards, their olive yards, their houses, Give them back everything that you have taken from them, uh, the wine, the fields, the produce. You, it is an absolute gift, it's like we have on Shemitah, where debts are forgiven, that's what you are to do today, is to forgive every debt. As you have said, the people said, we will give it back, it will be an absolute gift, it will be absolute tzedakah, we will do as exactly you say I summon the Kohanim, this is interesting, I summon the Kohanim to swear to this. They swear, some say, to the vows that these people made, that they are going to give back everything, or they, the Kohanim themselves, are complicit in this, and they have to take an oath that they will do whatever they're supposed to do, give back these people their lands, their fields, their orchards. And now I shake out. This is what you would call a poel dimyon, where the individual does an act, a visual act of symbolism. And it has an extra effect. Once a leader, a, a rogue, does one of these symbolic visuals it, it has the force of law so what i've done is i have shook out my garment some say it's my sleeve it's my hem it's the collar but i am shaking it out to symbolize God will shake all those out and that he will see to it that this person is shaken out of his house, his possessions, his livelihood, the and so will be left empty and shaken out. They avert to it, they give hallel to the Kaddish Baruch, which some of the say, you're not really supposed to make a bracha when you give staka. It's one of the things you don't make a bracha. But here, it is so, the magnitude is so great that this, by Yehalilu, is their form of thanking the Kodesh for giving them the opportunity of making them realize that they give everything back. And so, the crisis ends a narrowly averted crisis where suddenly B'nai Israel, the haves, realize that what they are doing is contra to every principle of Judaism and Torah, and they grant a complete and full forgiveness to those who unfortunately have not, and the crisis is averted. It's a good place to end on Anasar HaBeteves with the hunger and famine, the fasting is over, and so we will resolve zoom with more personal biography of Nehemia as to what he did, some of it we will see very controversial 8.45 a.m. Tuesday Um, Ad Khan you will not want to miss it